The Ultimate Guide to Divorcing a Narcissist has seven steps. The first one is hire a great attorney. The second one, have an exit strategy. Number three, document everything. Number four, prepare for character assassination. Number five, prepare for their financial lies. Number six, prepare for drama during custody exchanges. And number seven, expect parental alienation. All right, now let's get into all of these. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The first one, hire a great attorney. I knew that for me and my narcissist, I needed a female bulldog attorney. That's I, I interviewed countless attorneys. And I remember when I saw Sylvia Kirk, and I hope you look her up. If you're in Colorado and you need a bulldog who is fair, doesn't rip you off, and is smart as hell, and works her tail off, and is gifted in the courtroom, look for Sylvia Kirk. She was a bulldog. And you need that. Now, she also had the ability to try and work compromise. So you don't want just a bulldog that's going to drain your bank account and fight over everything. She picked her battles. She knew what to look for. And so you go in with a list of questions of what it is you're looking for from an attorney. And you don't stop until you find that. All right? So educate yourself on what it is you need. Ask the questions and make darn sure you have a great attorney. The other thing to recognize is this divorce with a narcissist is going to be a long, it's going to be expensive, and it's going to be contentious because they are they do not want to let you go. They will fight over everything. My ex kept getting killed in court, and every time she got killed, she'd fire her lawyer. She went through five. The divorce took almost three years. Um, she even she was so great at it. She got her last attorney to do it for free. Like it was, and she had all these court cases of attorneys she didn't pay. Like it was just fascinating. And you have to prepare for this. This will not be quick and easy. And that's why you need such a great attorney. All right. Number two, have an exit strategy. <clears throat> this means make copies of all the documents, life insurance policy, bank accounts, any financial aspect of your relationship before you leave. You get all of that printed off and you, or you find the passwords to everything. If they're online accounts, you print everything off online because they're going to hide money and steal money. You need to know an accurate assessment of where everything is financially. So you need to copy any and all financial documents. You also, before you leave, need to set up your own bank accounts, have a place to stay, and friends who are willing to help you make the move and set everything. I had to do that. I, I had a business and I was so shame-based and so un, just didn't know how to be a man that I let her take control of all the finances. And, you know, she was a stay-at-home mom. What's she doing running the business financially? It was just crazy. I just didn't know how to stand up for myself. And she was destroying my credit and everything. And I was complaining. I was playing the victim to my counselor. And... 
he just said, Kenny, what, you, what can you control? And so that's why I always offer those three questions. What do you want? What can you control? What won't you tolerate? Well, I couldn't tolerate her stealing money and hiding money and destroying my credit. What did I want? I wanted control over my stuff. I didn't want to take money from her, but I didn't want her to have access to my things. What can I control? Well, I set up all new bank accounts, everything. I didn't cut off hers, but anything that was directly about me that was affecting my life and my situation, I set up all new credit cards, all new bank accounts, and then on a Friday, I pulled the trigger. And it was fascinating. She went to 21 different ATMs trying to steal money. So that's what you have to be aware of, is you don't tell them about any of this. You don't try and talk to them or have a plan. You just do it because they are out to get you. So you need a plan in place, all right? <clears throat> Number three, document everything. Use text and email as much as possible. Stay off the phone. It's also incredibly important that you compile school and medical records for your children. In my divorce, she was so great at convincing everyone what a terrible person I was. The initial child and family investigator came back and completely threw me under the bus. I virtually never got to see my kids, no decision-making, nothing. I was, she had convinced them I was the devil incarnate. And I was devastated. But thank God she's a narcissist. And since she kept losing in court because she wanted all this money and everything, I focused on what I can control. And I started noticing that whenever the kids were in her care, they were late to school. Also, they had, we were getting these letters from the state saying, your kid's about to be held back because they're not getting to school enough. Every single one of the lates and every single one of the missed days at school were while they were in her care. And see, that's why you document everything and you don't fight every battle. You wait, you pile it up. And so I went back to the child and family investigator. I said, look, oh, that was another thing. I kept trying to schedule surgeries and she'd cancel them. Like she just needed control over everything. So I piled it all up and I went back to the CFI and I said, hey, there's some things going on. I'm just wondering if you'd be willing to relook at things. Well, when my lawyer called me and said, Kenny, in my almost 30 years of doing this, I have never seen a child and family investigator switch and say that their original court was wrong. He completely flipped everything and pointed out that she was doing parental alienation. And see, that's the thing. That's why you pick your battles. And you got to be patient and you got to document everything because they will expose themselves. And so if you do this the right way, you can win. And that's what happened. I did the right thing. But I did that by going to become an expert, hiring therapists who could teach me how to deal with this, taking classes, listening to my lawyer. You can't just sit by and play the victim. You have to take action. What do I want? What can I control? What will I not tolerate? I lived by that. And that's how I was able to flip this dynamic. All right. Number four, prepare for character assassination. As I said, they will assassinate everything about you. So it's imperative that you get affidavits from friends, colleagues, um, companies you've worked for in the past. But more importantly, judges don't care about what your friends think about you. They care about your actions. 
get your rear end into counseling, into parenting classes. You need to show that you are working on yourself, that you are serious about all of this. It is all about your actions. Now, I was doing all of that, but I still got barbecued the first time, but I stuck with it. And by the, but when it all turned around, was because I did the right thing. I stuck with it. I created a track record of my progress and all the work I was doing. And the CFI completely changed his tune and admitted his mistakes. And that's why it's imperative that you put a plan in place to grow yourself and you do actions, not words, all right? Number five. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Prepare for the financial eyes. This is hysterical. They're going to make incredibly grandiose demands. It, you know, either it demand, you know, tremendous money or they're going to say, oh, I'm so broke. All right. So if, you know, one of them was the primary provider, they're going to hide their finances. They're going to lie about how much they made. That's why you have to get all the documents beforehand. So when they start hiding everything, if they, you know, were a stay-at-home mom or dad, they're going to like... <laughs> <laughs> she never did the laundry. I always did the laundry. And one of her demands was $400 for dry cleaning every month. We never used a dry cleaner in 10 years. Like, it's just hysterical the things they go for. I think she wanted like $15,000 a month. I didn't even make that much money a month. Like nowhere near that. It's just hysterical. And they just sit there completely justified. Um, it's, it's fascinating to me how they will lie about their income, how they will quit their job, or they will change their jobs. And so documenting everything. The other thing that saved me was she tried to play the victim card that she was sick and incapable of working. Well, I compiled all of her medical records, which showed that she was a drug seeker. And I will never forget the judge when you know she talked about, I have migraines, I can't work. And... Um, she went on and on. My lawyer brought up all the medical stuff of how it was a farce. <laughs> I'll never forget this day. Everything ends after three or four hours of all this yapping. And the judge said, you know, he's kind of going through temporary orders and naming off all these things. And he looks at her and he goes, Mrs. Weiss, my mother had no use of her arm. Or no, it wasn't his mother. He said, my father had no use of his arms or his legs. He worked a part-time job and put himself through law school. You can work. <laughs> it was just, bam, like that was the greatest line I've ever heard from a judge. You can work. And it ended right then and we all got up and we're walking down, you know, exiting the courtroom. She's right in front of me. And I shouldn't laugh at her because this isn't, I mean, it's really sad that she's so delusional or was. But she turned to her lawyer and she goes, what just happened? <laughs> and that's what you're dealing with. Somebody who's so hurt and so broken, like I'm laughing at her. 
And that's not really my intent because that's really callous. And it's just my heart breaks for somebody who's so hurt that they would try all of these things. And so I don't want to make light of it and laugh at her because that's not kind. She's hurt and I was hurt too. And she was doing the best she could. And it's really sad that her pain has caused her to be that far out of touch with reality that she thought her demands were reasonable. That's sad. And I think we need to remember that. I don't condone their actions. But if we can't have empathy for their pain, we need to do some work on ourselves. Number six, plan for drama during custody exchanges. They will demand all these rules, but they will never follow them. And if you deviate at all, they're going to throw a conniption. They will, it doesn't matter what the court documents say, they will break them. We had a decision maker <laughs> because it was, she just wouldn't do anything. So we literally, for anything, do you want to take the kids to the park? We'd have to call the decision maker. Like she would throw a fit that I wanted to take the kids to the park. So I couldn't take the kids to the park until we called the decision maker. It's just unbearable. But that may be what you need because this is who you're dealing with. And so they will hide the kids. They will not show up. They'll change the schedule. They'll convince the kids not to see you. And so most often you're probably going to have to hire a decision maker or a civil assist for um, exchanges depending on the type of narcissist and the way they like to abuse you. Again, you're not dealing with a rational person here. You can't negotiate. You can't have discussions. And so you need to put a plan in place to protect yourself. All right? <clears throat> Finally, number seven, parental alienation. This is, you can't escape this. They are going to poison your kids and turn them against you and say incredibly awful things. They're going to give all the details of the divorce slanted in a direction that makes them the hero and you the villain. You don't want to fight that. You don't want to counter it and tell your kids the truth because now you've just alienated them. Alienation is whenever we disparage the other parent. Now, I know you think it's right to tell them the truth, but that's why I always say with all of these topics, go become an expert because that's not the expert way to handle this. Kids need stability. They need to see a mom or at least one parent who knows how to handle a toxic person. And if you react with toxicity, how are your kids ever going to get through this? So it's imperative that you go become an expert in parental alienation. Now, I can't get into all of the details of this because I've done three videos on this topic. So instead, I highly encourage you to go watch these three videos. The first one is parental alienation, how to recognize the signs you're being alienated. Number two, how to parent properly. If you're the target of parental alienation, this is to make sure you don't alienate your kids. And number seven, this set, or number two, three, the seven mistakes targeted parents of parental alienation make. So there you go. There's your ultimate guide. Go become an expert. Protect yourself. Remember, focus on what do you want, what can you control, and what will you not tolerate. Stop playing the victim. Play the victor. 
Focus on what you can control. Take action on all of these steps, and it's your best chance to defeat the narcissist in a divorce.